Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host Jordan Patrick, and no Mikey Dots again. No, no Mikey Dots. I forgot the words with Dots queued up. I do, yeah. So, uh, even though he's not here. Even though he's not here, this is what he sent us. You are tired, not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks a light inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep, mate. That's deep. Oh, mate. Oh, mate, we miss you. We miss you. (laughs) We've got Andy Mack on the ones and twos. What's happening? Uh, We're also joined by a very special guest, Marion Smithy. How are you guys? Good. (laughs) You can tell her we'd be married, eh? That was was two (laughs) in the fall rather than one person. (laughs) We've got that in. Got that in. Oh, you've already (laughs) said more words than Connie did last week. Yeah. And nearly as many as Murray. Bye, we're joining a lovely guest who have decided to join us in this very special edition of Monkey Soft Fight where we're going to break down the World Cup final for you a little bit. Also, if you're not into football, we'll probably talk a wee brand of a normal shout as well. And we'll try and slot in some broad noise because we've got a couple in earlier on too. So, yeah. Um, we've got the email to give out as well, monkeysoftfightpodcast at gmail.com and the Twitter again is msf underscore podcast. And we're doing pretty well on the old Twitter rankings. Yeah, Twitter's going really good, so um, it's nearly at 300 followers in just a couple of weeks. So Facebook is letting us down, but you can get it at facebook.com forward slash monkeysoftfightpodcast. So please go and like the page, tell a friend, right. subscribe, share, retweet, all that good stuff. Also, we don't have to smoke up our own asses, but we hit 1,200 downloads. Yeah, breaking through 1,250 yeah. now. Yeah, that's that's another 50 odds nice. last day, so... I remember actually getting a message for, I think it was Mary when you were in Spain, no, Rome, you guys were listening to the podcast, and Rome, right, international, that's good for the old download <laughs> figures. Yeah. I think I was on your first or second one and I had put the recommendation in for a theme tune, and you done that? <laughs> well, we had the original theme tune and then Andy Mack came along and gave us an actual legit sounding theme tune. Well, saying that, it was Mike's daughters through one of them little rap apps. So I got yeah. his daughter to say Monkey Sword Fight and then I auto-tuned it along with a beat. And Andy was like, don't need to change that. We could fucking take that on. Yeah. And then we remixed it for the outro music. I fucking love the outro tape. Yeah. One of my favourite things in this podcast is the fact that we have actual like, in theme tunes. Oh, hello. Never mind. That was just a casual text message from our returning original host, Matt McEwen. All right. Comes back tomorrow. He's going to feature next week mm-hmm. on a very special Pranks episode. <laughs> Turns out the day of his party is one year to the day that me and Matt done the first 20 minute episode oh, on cute. bumpers. So that's like one year anniversary then, isn't yeah. it? Mike made sure he was going to be back for that. Mike gets really jealous when I mention Matt. Mention Matt's name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, you, at the start, he was competing with Matt. He's like, I need to make it better than him. <laughs> It took about 10 episodes to get the right words. I don't like he still over. says the wrong phrase. <laughs> All Matthew said was, I am, it, it is me, I am here. And Mike's like, I am he and he is me. <laughs> Who is him, I am them. <laughs> but uh, I think Mike was getting a wee bit worried when we were doing episodes when he's not here. No, he knows that it's not the same. We keep, I keep saying that, it's not quite it's the not, same with him. His voice is the money. Yeah. Me and you have just got these minky Scottish accents and Mike just rolls in like, Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah, just audible velvet, do you know what I mean? Like, Staten Island. Aye. Why? Mike gathers up all the stories and that as well, so he's mm. always collating what's happening in the news. All, I, do, all I did with this podcast <laughs> is start it. And I say that every week. If, it were, if I know here, these guys could do this easy. I'm just the, I'm the, the soft happiness of this podcast. <laughs> I'm the special kid they tag along with. Here for the ride. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Quickly jump in just as we do every random spot. Everyone say, hi Rachel. Hi Rachel. Hi Rachel. Hi, Godmother of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we've started off in the tradition of she always says hello. <laughs> so we just start saying hello to Rachel. Because there's an episode, there's like four or five episodes in a row where she got mentioned. So we've just carried it on now. She's earned it. Ah, she has. But she's, <laughs> Andy, she's Andy Mack's biggest fan. Like Every week she's that Andy's hilarious. I'm like... The only feedback I've ever had, and I say this all the time, is the Scottish one swears too much. Have you taken that on board at all? That was your mum's comment, was it not? That was my mum's comment. I had a lot of other people, man. 
loads of other people. I actually, I fucking, I showed my mum the video of my stand-up. Oh, what did she think? She thinks it was quite funny. I'm not going to show my dad though, because I don't think he could separate me saying those things from the fact that I'm his son. <laughs> Whereas my mum's like, she's a bit more laid back, so I didn't actually let her see me saying them. I just played her the audio, and she thought I was quite funny. So. Thanks, she can pretend that it's somebody else that yeah, just exactly, sounds yeah. like you. Whereas my dad couldn't separate that. I'd be like, oh, oh no. no, no. <laughs> Hi, Dad. If you ever listen. Hi, Mr. Patrick. <laughs> Pats. Call Pats. Pats. Oh, wait a minute. I've actually got to show you this because mine I was talking a few episodes ago about that he had the he had the proper mullet. Oh, excellent. You got the picture? I've got a picture. I've got that's the one button. that's on the fridge. No. <laughs> that's a great a different um, mullet. Wait a minute. So I don't know if I'm allowed to put it online yet, but I'll show it to the people here just so they can enjoy it. You want to describe yes. what you're looking at there, Andy, please, just for the people at home. It's a mullet. It's a, <laughs> it's a curly one, but it, it's not just like long at the back and short on top. It's got a bit of length on the top too, right. but then he's obviously worked it out with the moustache as well. What about the, the facial topery? I was going to say that that's yeah. a belt or tan. Um, what's he wearing? What's that? What's that's that a top? striped cardigan with a yellow t-shirt. That's what that is, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> when was that photo taken? About 1992, maybe? 92. I think that was a little one there, aye. Yeah. Well, maybe in the 80s. Might have been before I was born, but... Just so that to, I'm guessing. That's a dish. I mean, really, like, it takes a real man to wear that side of thing and no worry about people. I might have said this with my dad. My dad gives zero fucks. I, what was it? I met him in the tune or somewhere the other day, somewhere public, right? And he walks up in three quarter length denim shorts, a vest top, a gold chain for his neck, and a fucking man bag. Like a European purse looking thing. And does he give a fuck? No, he doesn't. My mum says she's like she's taken about thirty years to pull them in near the twenty first century. So I I'll say that that my dad's a G. Trans- no, the weekend two weeks ago, sorry, at Transvaal. Uh, I wasn't there. I was dropping my mum off at the train station. She was going through the Glasgow for somewhere else. Oh yeah. And there was like six, seven boys, teenage boys, they were about fifteen and. They all had these man, man bags, it's a like, thing. But it's not like a proper bag happening? that actually can hold anything. It's like the size of a mobile phone. Why I've, bother I've looking that this, ridiculous? Man. Joe Rogan's been bumping this for years, saying that fanny packs are the way forward. Bum bags. Bum bags. And he's yeah. been having the piss ripped out of them for years. He's like, mate, I think, fuck, this is excellent. This is functional. And now, but these are not. These are over shoulder. They're like, do you know those stupid handbags that girls take on nights out that don't even fit mm, their mobile phone? Yeah. Literally like your bank card and that's it. Mm. Those things, but round their necks, and, and on on men, on on boys that are going one. to be men. I was wondering what the hell was happening. Was like, what's happening in his pockets? <laughs> Where are all the men? <laughs> I mean, I'm so out of touch. I wasn't aware that this was a fact. No, no, no. This is all we rocked up at the train station. Well, mind you, that's in Glasgow. So if you made no, this, this, was Perth. this was in Perth. This was in Perth. train station. I was going to say, give it six months and it'll be here. I've noticed it's the thing where boys have started tying their jumpers around their shoulders, but not round the neck as is used to be tradition. It's like over and under one arm and then they tie it in the middle <laughs> that's and really it's not just, sad. It's it's like not a just a function but I seen folk in the dancing way and I seen my partner I walked over and I was like ah, I just untied it I was like the fuck do you think you're doing because like, we're in public yeah. <laughs> oh so my that, god I, I, fucking, I know I'm getting old because now I, I'm getting to say I don't give a fuck was it last Sunday coming over to death and my, I couldn't be, I didn't put any gel on my hair so my hair's quite long and we're going out for a walk to get our food so I fucking tied that shit up the man I walked out, didn't give a fuck the unintentional man I, ones worse I than hate like the way fashion's going there because like, you go in and try and buy a pair of jeans and it's all skinny jeans yeah. anyway you go and I've got fat legs I can't even you don't have fat legs you just have men's legs you have to get in it that's what I had to I couldn't I cannot buy normal denim I've talked about this before in the I have to get a stretchy denim mm-hmm. because my arse and my thighs and that so they are skinny jeans but they're flexible Horrific. Oh, mate, it fits. Plus, I've got a good arse. So, uh, see, my chassis is a wee bit too robust for the skinny <laughs> jeans. It's never. It wasn't. It wasn't made with skinny jeans in there. So that's why I've got my joggies on the night. Sorry, you melting by the way. Ah, uh, a wee bit. I. Oh fuck! I walked in the road for my cousin's trailer, and I'm fucking warm, man. And I'm in shorts and a t-shirt, guys. I'm fucking boiling. It did start off cold this morning, though. It did. It was lovely. So to be fair. Oh, man, I walked out yesterday and was joyous. I walked out, opened my back door and it was raining. I was Have like, we been enjoying the warm weather? <laughs> oh, it's been alright. It's became what it is, man. I don't mind warm weather if I don't have to go about my normal business. Like... Yeah, you don't like, actually have to work or uh, be anywhere. If it's 24 or degrees, or I'm quite happy sitting in my yeah, garden or sitting Wear trousers or... If I've got to go to my work... Oh, man. 
So I take yeah. a day of rain if I know the next three or four are going to be nice. Uh, this is no, a typical Scottish conversation. Ah, yeah. Wait a minute, though, right? This is fucking actually apparently something I was looking at last night. So, have you ever heard of the the Peterson projection? No. So, the way you know when you look at a map of the world, mm-hmm. we've all seen the same map for our whole lives. Unless you're a flat earther, don't get me no, started. No, but f- what it is, is that isn't actually the way the Earth looks. Like, the size of countries is like. Uh, it's how the maps are projected. Yeah, so that's what yes, I'm saying. It was, it, was a, it was a thing called the Peters projection where people were trying to get it changed because this was a thing on the West Wing. The guy who created the map back in the 1500s made it so that the eastern countries looked bigger and put the the, the sort of Middle East and the foreign countries down lower and made them look smaller so they weren't as important. And that's how class was projected. So Andy's got a picture here. If you turn that around so everyone can see. The Peterson projection. That's how the Earth actually looks. So look at the size of Africa compared oh, to Canada. Yeah, and, uh, it looks like it's so, melting. And everyone's talking about. So see, that's the UK there. We're good here, Jordan. Yeah, ah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the UK is that. We put the photo up on the Facebook. The UK is that high up. It's actually in line with like the southern part of Canada, <coughs> which is um, why we're accustomed to such cold weather. Mate, come on. I mean, that's obvious. We're a little tiny island in the middle of the North Atlantic. Of course, but, it's going to be but wet the thing is, and rainy. The thing is, as well, but on a normal map, we do not. We look like we're much further down than Canada. Closer is, to the equator. But we're actually right in line with Canada, which is why it's cold as fuck here. So, I, like Megan showed me the other day, and it fucking tripped me out. So, <laughs> have a look at the the Peterson projection. And the Gold the, the Gold Peters projection. It's called Peters projection. Whatever it is, close so, enough. Yeah. Thanks, I'm not what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for remembering parts of stories and fucking carrying on. Some Jordan, half a story. Yeah. Well, it may not be half a story, but it's not the right story. <laughs> I also watched a video earlier on that me it was uh, 30 Japanese hornets taking down an entire colony of normal honeybees. I don't think mm. that's something I would like to see. I that's think that fucking would haunt my dreams for a So, a thousand to one, and the hornets fuck the entire hive up within half, within three hours. Aye, but have you seen it when it's fli- uh, flipped reverse? So, like, hornets try to get into the bees' hives, and then they all go around it, and they vibrate like fuck to raise the temperature, and then literally cook the hornets to death. It's fucking this is, insane, this is, man. This, I, that's the Japanese honeybees, because they're less pussies than the European ones, and what... <laughs> I was fucking mental about that video hornets. where they, they literally surround it and they vibrate it and they catch this on camera. But so honeybees can uh, survive temperatures of up to or something stupid, I'm not the exact numbers, but 90 degrees of heat and they vibrate to 89 degrees. But the temperature on the hornet is 115. So they take they vibrate so they're just hot enough that they don't die, but that will kill the attacker in their fucking hive. Yeah, that's grim. And they do that because the one. Solitary hornet that goes out, lets out a pheromone, so that lets the other hive of them know where it is. So when they kill it, the hive of hornet's going to come where it is. Uh, but then I thought, like, if you. Crazy jack. Because if you kill all of them, Fucking hell, Smithy! This is going out to people! <laughs> Possibly yeah. in Don't be so afraid, does not endorse the opinions or views of Stephen Smith, no matter how racist they are. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, because when wasps are killed, that's what people say when you kill a wasp, it lets out some sort of mental smell and all the other wasps know that it's dead, that one. (laughs) And then they come after you, that's why they say not to kill wasps. And nobody listens, clearly. It's never happened to me. I hate wasps, man. I got stung by one in Spain, like, I was walking along and it caught me right on the underside of my foot and I hit the deck. It was fucking painful. I got stung in the neck by a wasp going 75 mile an hour. Uh, yeah. I was driving, may I add. Oh. I was driving. I was about to say, I was just running fast. Holy shit, 75 miles an hour. No, yeah, no, that was, no. That was pretty horrific. I don't, I'm not a fan of wasps. No, no I, I don't think anybody is. They just knock them, at, like, swat them at the ground. Uh, and they just hit them on them. I had a friend who worked with in Nine Wells who used to say, you flick a, flick a wasp, and that kills, that gets rid of them. If you just flick it, flick it. I'm True not story. brave enough to. I swear to God, right? And I'll get to Matt to verify this. I will get Matt to verify this next week. I once punched a wasp at the air in high school. I think I have heard this. Hit it with an upper. Of course, you have. I tell everybody. Maybe <laughs> yeah, you punched a wasp. You tell people. <laughs> I was like joking about at school one day having a fag, and I think so. I sat dancing around pretending to a shadow box, and I just threw it a wee uppercut, and I went poof. I was just like. Did anybody fucking see that? <laughs> K.O. Matt was there. Ah, shadow box that little bastard. <laughs> At school. Aye. <laughs> 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 I'll never tell you about that fight I had in third year. With your shadow? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I got beat. My mum had to go to the school. <laughs> right, well, we'll get on a wee bit. Uh, will, we do, will we do sports first since this is maybe a World Cup? 
Well, I thought this episode was going to be titled It's Not Coming Home. And I cannot <laughs> wait to start talking about it. Well, so let's fucking drop in the sports theme tune here. What's the goalie doing? What's the goalie doing? What's the goalie doing? What's the goalie doing? I'll put it in post edits, magic. Very <laughs> technical. But aye, let's just go over it first of all. I want to. I'm going to share the photo you sent me into the group chat we've got. I'll show it to Andy just now. So when <coughs> I, when England got put out, my phone vibrated almost instantly. To like all, 90 degrees and killed a exactly. hornet. But all all fucking all messages say the exact same thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Smithy won one better. I'm going to see if I can find it. I know the one this is because he's like, "How do I forward this, Mario?" Like, just screenshot it. I think I sent it to about five different chats. Oh mate, I'm going to put it on the Facebook. You were in a good mood. You were literally skipping about the living room. <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's the effect. I'll put it on the Facebook because it was a belter. But um, aye. But there's so many reasons. Like, of the one chat I'm in, there's an English guy, and he's sort of like. No, no, this is no, but he's like this is embarrassing. Like how much you are cheering this. You cheer more about this than mm-hmm. if Scotland win. It's like no. And I, I sort of said back at him. I was like, well, because he he tried to go on about how I've seen you on a pub watching the Scotland game. And you didn't cheer this much. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, he didn't see me because I'm usually at the games going mental when we win because it's not very often. <clears throat> but uh, I tried to back it up. But it's like it's not the fact. There's so many reasons why I hate England. Like the whole historic. <laughs> Say what you think, man. I mean in terms of sport and sporting, but it starts historically. It starts <laughs> Let me take you back to thirteen hundred. That's the reason there's the whole rivalry, the historic. But more recently, it's the media. Yeah, yep. of course yeah. it is. It's it not is. the team. It's not. It's actually, I'm, I'm quite fond of Gareth Southgate. I, I mean, as ugly as the boy is, but I'm, you, I'm, I'm fond of him. Now he's got himself a wee designer beard. Oh, he's no, come on, you can't eat polish up. But it's just like, it's just like, <laughs> folk, folk at my work or like, who aren't into football were asking me why I don't want I was like, because I could be sitting in on a Saturday night watching Match of the Day, West Brom v Stoke, and they're mentioning 1966. Mm-hmm. No, I think like, if they won it again. I, I said I said that I was like, look, I actually quite like the most of the, a lot of the players that are on the team. Patty Hurricane, he's a fud. But like I like that the goalkeeper Pickford, he was I like that boy Trippier. Good tournament yeah, again. Yeah, Kieran yeah. Dyer and that fucking Harry Maguire man, he's some centre half by the way. Kieran Dyer. Uh, what's not Kieran Dyer, Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer. He and, ha- and Harry Maguire, though. My, what he did? Scored that goal. I mean, like, it was jealousy. It was pure jealousy. That video I shared on my Twitter, uh, Hyde Park, when their goal first goal went against Croatia. Yeah. And it fucking went absolutely mental. See if I was Scotland, they were like, oh, I'm at the end of the year. Yeah. And like you say, Gareth Southgate, fair fox to him because when he missed the penalty in, was it 96 mm-hmm. or 90? I mean, that's mm-hmm. 22 years of having. But that that your head. But now folk will probably remember the fact that you got England playing semi decent. You got them to a fucking semi final. Because the storylines that have come out of them are so different. Like obviously when they were still in, they're all like, "Oh, we're going to win it, die, die, die. And the whole time this was happening, I'm like, I'm just saying they've not been tested. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, scrape past Tunisia last minute. Yeah. Panama's a pub team. Yeah. Like they're always going to beat them. You scrap the Belgium game. Because they both wanted to lose and they put out crappy teams. Aye. Colombia went to penalties. Colombia didn't have their best player mm-hmm. in Rodriguez. Aye. Sweden are awful. Oh, aye, they were. So they had a easy, easy route. And you see with Belgium, like the game Japan gave Belgium. If England were playing Japan, they wouldn't have came back. I still don't understand, right? Was there a reason, why Sweden didn't just take Zlatan anyway? Like. I mean, he might still be playing half speed, but you bring him on for 20 minutes, you ping the ball up to him and he pulls something magical out of his ass. Ah, because their striker was horrendous. Yeah, man, they had, they had nothing. They got up, they had a eh, defence, no bad midfield, but when they got up to the final third of the pitch, nothing. He was crap. And then, oh, England got beat today. Yeah, they did. They Somebody goes, add to me, are you watching the third place playoff? I'm like, why? Most why pointless the, game. Why the football? fuck? The only people that are watching that are the people that are playing it. Ah. But it's like, the players don't want to play in it. The fans have no interest in it. I, I tried to actually, I did watch a wee bit of it earlier on because I was doing nothing. So yeah, I was killing time same. till I was coming mm-hmm. in here at six. But the STV player. But it must cost more to stage than the revenue that they get back from it, that sort of game. Surely, fuck, man. It's not worth doing. Was it even a good game? 
or did the players look ah no Belgium were, were bossing it but I got really frustrated because the STV app kept fucking crashing and then what happens is you've got to keep refreshing and every time you refresh it uh, the place is fucking Gilly's furniture advert or a Bank of Scotland advert <laughs> in the last 30 seconds so you're sitting there going fuck for the minute and a half I get a watch I've got to sit through four minutes of shite waiting for it so I, I switched it off I know they thought it was like the day after they got knocked out as well so they'd obviously the media gone met us and they're going to win it die, die. and then the day after they got knocked out uh, on BBC Sport it was like were England good or were they lucky and then it showed all the stats and they're like they're like bottom five of all the stats shots on target and that's for like everybody in like they were down there with Saudi Arabia oh, shots on target they, they, were, were, they were lucky can I read you a tweet uh, uh, just uh, I picked this one up this morning it's only from five or six hours ago it's from Gary Lineker um, but as you were talking about with the media earlier on I just became bored to death of the sycophantic rantings of fucking mm. Alan Shearer and Oh, Martin Keogh yeah. and just the fucking just madmen just dribbling at the mouth man Gary Lineker says this dear non-English football fans football's coming home is a fun song highlighting the lack of success of our football team for decades no one really thought we'd win it I totally get why you might think it was arrogance but it's more our self-depreciatory sense of humour so basically we're only joking yeah fuck off um, Gary man go and shag Chris yeah, and it, it, it was a form of collective madness in my eyes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was just ah, it was a, just the ramblings of a bunch of fucking madmen who actually thought they had a chance of winning it. But as Smithy says, every time they came up against half decent opposition, they were found wanting, uh, as they yeah. always are. An inability to keep the ball like, kills them. They should have time after like time. That was, they cannot hold the ball. When I was watching the the quarter final, the Croatia Russia, when Russia nearly knocked them out I was praying for Croatia to beat them because mm-hmm. I knew Croatia would could beat England Russia yeah. Russia would play the exact same way they have since they've got to the knockout and just put 10 men behind the ball and England would have a field day like they would have all the possession and then they would probably score from a corner or something wow. but against Croatia Croatia would go at them and they'd have more space to run at them and it M- showed mind you I sat here on Thursday oh wow. sorry was it Tuesday I sat here and I said that although I thought Croatia were, you know, the team most likely to beat England. I actually thought England would have got through the game, but to be fair, first half, England should have finished it. Mm-hmm. So was it Harry Kane missed a sitter, mm-hmm. and then he missed another one where he should have squared it to Raheem Sterling? Yeah, I thought Harry Kane was rank. Oh, well, been rank. He's going to get the golden boot. But at least I thought, he scored four penalties or something. Uh, but the thing is, I thought against Croatia, he was. You looked heavy laid from the start. That, that ah, was, that, I, I couldn't help but laugh at full time when uh, they went back to the the pundits and Gary Lineker comes out. Uh, I won't be surprised if the Harry Kane comes out and said he was injured. I was like, fuck. Oh, off. no, it wasn't Gary Lineker. Like, here come the excuses already. Uh, our, our top man's injured. But, but yeah, he, play, he played today. Like he days, started yeah. today. So if he comes out and says I was injured, what's no with Jamie Vardy, man? Because I would have brought Jamie Vardy on well in the before. second half because. As much as they should have scored, man, Kane was fucking rank rotten. Oh, he was making the whole tournament. Rank rotten. Do you know what I really enjoyed? It was all the scheduled time at the end of the programme. I tweeted this. All yeah. the scheduled time, a lot of time at the end of that programme that was their moment to bask in the glory yeah. of another <laughs> World Cup final and they had to sit there and fucking squirm. It was just like, Roy Keane, Roy Keane, Roy Keane, man. And then oh, rinsed Ian Wright, it was oh, great. Oh. <laughs> you thought you were going to a final, what you needed was a reality check. Oh, <laughs> Roy Keane, you beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> angry man. But it was the fact that half time of that game as well, they were slagging Croatia saying, oh, we're so much better than them. This is no bother, we're going to this Roy final. Keane. And then it got to full time, and ah, we were beaten by the better team. And I was like, Roy what? Fair play to Roy Keane, he fired the warning shots at half time. If you go back and watch any of the footage of that game mm-hmm. and you look at what he said at half time, he was absolutely spot on. Oh, yeah. um, another one that made me laugh is where Alan Shearer was singing "It's Coming Home" and all that, and the breadsticks on you know earlier in the week in some restaurant, and they were all pissed up. So I was just wondering how he see, might be feeling. Like, see, all the hype in that as well. Like, it'd be hard not to get wrapped up in it. But see, if I was a public figure. I'd be keeping my mouth shut. No, you wouldn't, John. You'd no. be arrested by now, probably. But the thing is, well, the thing is, these famous people, these celebrities, these pundits—they're yeah. on the internet. That's everywhere. And you've got to think about what if it doesn't happen and there's a photo of me saying that it's coming home at the breadsticks and we've got pumped in the third place playoff because we're no that good. But it's a fact that a lot of their fans are arsehole. Also, man, I wanted them to get to the final because France would have See, you them. say that they, on paper and the way the tournament's going, yeah, they sh- you would say I they would. 
but one game ended. That, that's crap. too close for comfort. Aye. This was bad enough for me. I could yeah. not yeah. enjoy this one apart until say Wednesday that. night. Like, everybody was like, Couldn't. I don't want them to win. I was like, I don't even want them to get to the final because it's one game. Anything <laughs> France could get a guy saying off second minute. Aye. Yeah. England could have scored in the opening minute and just went right, 10 men behind the ball. Yeah. And France kind of bring them down. See, that's what Trippier's free kick, by the way. Nice. Oh, that was yeah. a beauty, man. Good, good, good. It was good. Yeah, so good. the final tomorrow, who's who's all they want to win? I'd quite like to see Croatia win. Me too. Ah, me too. I would like to see Croatia, but I can't see going. I'm, I'm happy with the final because I've always liked France. Like, like you say, it was a Dan back in 98. That was like the first World Cup I remember. I was, when I first remember getting right into football, was 98 World Cup, and Zidane was either Zidane, France top, and I've been that award for years. But if I said it at the start, I want to see somebody win it who hasn't won it uh, before. Do you know well, what? I not just that, they've worked hard. Uh, like, they have properly. I mean, we were saying that the other night. time, every knockout game the, in Croatia. The boys are absolute machines, and half of them are built like toothpicks, and you just think, where are they? They must that, be running that, on... It's Eastern Europe, isn't it? Is that Eastern Europe? Work they're country of 4 million, million people. Million just goes to show Where's the energy coming from? They're absolute workhouses, are they? They're if just, they could do it, why can't we do it in Scotland? No, it just goes to show you what investment, and passion, and England. Well, that's what we're yeah. talking about. There's many <laughs> talk about this every week. <laughs> we lose so many footballers, I bet, coming up, going out on the gear and going out partying. I like that's many good footballers we lose. Coming it's through. harder now as well. Because we all remember growing up, like summer holidays in school, you'd go out, game of football or something, you're out till street ah. school and you ah. go home or something, ridiculous like that. And now it's like they're all sitting playing their PS4s. No, was, but we said that as well because our friend of the show, Danielle, messaged in last week because she coaches a kids' team as well. And you don't keep score, there's no league system. Oh, and this is the thing everyone there's gets no a medal. Losers, yeah. you know I mean, and that's what I think. I remember, that's why I said this last week, I remember my cub team, we won everything. And it was brilliant, but we worked hard and we worked to win. Mm-hmm. And we got beat, like I said, I've been on the end of the feats where we've been pumped 10 0. Oh, and you, you learn. Yeah. And even in that, we're talking about it, doesn't just mean football, you learn by doing things like that when yeah. you're younger how to handle emotions ah, of disappointment, getting beat, yeah. and being I mean, humbled. I've been mean, beating like a couple of finals and that as well, and it's like you just want to come by and you want to win it next year. Exactly. Sure. And that's what it is, there's no competitive edge because, again, you're Molly Cordon. Like, yeah. I say it with my boys all the time when I'm coaching them, I have to watch what I'm saying mm-hmm. because I'm not allowed to say, oh, this is the score. Well, there was one boy we've got who's an absolute demon and he's top scorer. Or he was just behind one boy and we had a really tough game on him. And we wanted to say to him, two more goals and you'll get going. Because I know that kid and that's the type of shit that gets him going. Because he was yeah, playing against uh-huh. his old team. And a load of his mates were on the other team. And he came up and he's like, I really want to win this. But I can't even be like, ah, let's, let's smash them. Do you know what I mean? This is what we do. This is what we've worked for. Do you know what I mean? And it's so how moment. do you project How do, how do you project? Jet that then is it a case of well you can score well, what I want to say them, and this is what I say to Riley as well because I don't want them to go on the pitch and no have fun so all I say to him is that see if you go on there and you get beat but you can come off and say you tried as hard as you can mm-hmm. and that's the main thing do you know what I mean if you win excellent but as long as you've done everything you can and mm-hmm. if it isn't just quite if they're slightly better than you've got to admit on the day you weren't as good as them that's it what level is it they start taking score when they go up to 11 a side so when they're Which like is what, 12, 13s, 10 12? or 12, yeah. So they play football for 10 years and then all of a sudden you drop these teenagers or to be teenagers into a competitive league where winning is all of a sudden important. You is know, this, is this everywhere, like all over Scotland? Well, it's, 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 it's really Scotland. I think it's a lot of it. It's pretty prolific, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, pretty much everywhere. You can't let a child lose. It's a as well. Most of the coaches are the same, do you know what I mean? So like, you do keep score when you talk to your kids because your kids keep score. Do you know what I mean? The boys are like, ah, they're like, ah, it's 3 2. And we're like, right, let's just keep, we have to tell them, let's keep that doing in case the other boys are listening. But if it was up to me, I'd be like, yeah, it's 3 2. We've got another half of football to play, though, and there's only one goal in it. Mm-hmm. We need to get another couple of goals, do you know what I mean? Or, ah, it's a fucking, it does my. I think no, by the time it gets to, like, if, if there's a genuine talent there, it means going to these academies, it means self discipline. And do you know, I think as a nation, we're not very good at that. I think we're better at. Being with our pals and spending the summer doing things that don't involve, you know, really putting work into something, to be honest. And it's not something that's recognised. You know, it's a pipe dream. You want to be a footballer, isn't mm, it? Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, that's that probably has a lot to do with it as well. well. It's just like, well, best stick you, down with, you, you know, get my grades. You look at these guys like, like Messi and Ronaldo, and even on football and basketball, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron James. These guys are 
multi-millionaires, more money than they can ever want to spend in their life. So they don't mm. have to play football. Or they don't have to play football at the level that they play at. Well, LeBron now, he's got that lifetime deal with Nike. Ah, that's what I'm saying. But you look at him, ah, exactly. So he doesn't have to work. But you check these guys' Instagrams or Facebooks and there's, there's videos of them every single day in the gym. Well, that's like working LeBron, what, he's been to... LeBron, for example, he's been to eight straight NBA finals. So the longest season it could possibly be. Uh-huh. He's, what, 30... And he's been Kennedy playing since he was, he's been playing for twelve years as well. Is it? No, he came straight out of high school. He came straight out of high school from eighteen, so, so sixteen years. Then. But then I'm going to just you think he just finished his fifteenth or sixteenth season, and, he's, and he's, he's already on Instagram in the gym preparing for next season. He's just finished. But what else does that he have? That's See when he stops. What else is there? Look at Johnny Wilkinson. Well, well he's got kids in it. But as I'm saying, yeah, you look at these guys that. They do play, there's these enigmas of football and sport like Gaza or George mm-hmm. Best who, who do like yeah, just split it all away but they are different level you know what I mean these are guys that just were good at football uh-huh. whereas these guys like Ronaldo and like these athletes yeah, man yeah. you know what I mean they're not just we were talking about four man midfielders ten years ago he's what a tough midfielder the occasional goal more assists helping the defence nowadays a midfielder is expected to score just less than the striker. Well, it's the same like defenders as well, wing backs. I mean, before it was like a left back and a right back, you'd basically be in line with your centre half and near enough more game. Nowadays, they're up and down constantly. Actually, right. like, if you look at professional football teams 50 years ago, if they came up against a. Um, fuck off. They put up. Um, they put up. If you put them up against like a modern day mid table team, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? It would be like. A pro team playing a pub team because the fitness levels would be different. The fucking the theoretical side of the game would be different. Do you know what I mean the the tactics and that would all? It's everything's so far advanced now that you can't just NFL football tackles would be red cards. Ah, yeah, but Vinnie Jones. You can't just be good at football anymore. <laughs> you have to also be at the peak of physical yeah. conditioning. Do you know what I mean? You see the tests that they put these boys through. They're like having to do base jumps and box jumps and. Flexibility tests and sprint tests, and they've got dietitians telling. Oh, them. my heart bleeds. No one get paid one hundred and twenty grand a week. I'm I'm a fuck, you know, they should be expected to do that for the not wages that they're on. That's what I'm not. It's not my point as well. What I'm saying is the fact that that's now part of the game, <sighs> and all sports compared to what it was like. Yeah. Even in the nineties, man, footballers were all kind of still looked like pub league players. So I mean, if, spend even, most of their time in the uh, pubs. Even retired football players, a lot of them nowadays, guys like Rio Ferdinand, and that they just retired a few years ago. They're still just looking as good physically as they did when they were at their peak. He does a lot of boxing and that now, but then he doesn't get some of them do boxing. Who is uh, Razor Ruddock? He's <laughs> one example. He's he never an athlete. <laughs> Kevin Nolan, have you seen him? What's he like these days? Well, he's he's been right a beef. Now, I. I saw because his he's a manager of coming to it, but they got to the playoffs and I saw watched the playoff games and. Uh, he's putting the beef on it. He couldn't sprint about up front anymore. <laughs> and that's only been, what, a year he's been a manager? <laughs> and it's like the amount of weight he's put on already, I was like, Jesus. It's frightening. Yes, you would do as well, because, like you say, oh, some I, of the guys who didn't have the drive to keep going after they finished, they're all of a sudden yeah. in their 40s, they've got rakes of money, they didn't have to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to go to training, they didn't have to watch what they're eating, and they what the fuck they want. I'd be the exact fucking same. I am oh, the same. I'm not going to I'm still a fat bastard. <laughs> because it's mere fun. I really can't ask back to the gym. We'll go for a bit of bra or no? Aye. I've got some bra or noise here. Um, yeah, and I've got one left over from last week's as well. It was a, a late edition from uh, number one fan, Ali Cook. <laughs> so will we start with that one. Uh, wireless earbuds, bra or no? The, bu- the buds that are in ear ones, yeah. Yeah, but wireless ones. No. 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 Why? I'd lose them. Ah. Yeah. You look like a dick. Plain as simple as that. I don't mind. Like, I you look like a dick. I would not fucking mind um, a pair of the over-the-head ones because I won't lose them. But the wee in-ear ones, I'd, I'd give myself five I, d- I don't find them comfortable, the in-ear ones. Um, yeah. The Apple ones specifically are yeah. horrific. They do not fit anybody's yeah. inner ear. I don't know yeah. who they've been modelled on, but I can't wear them, and they're expensive. Ah, 
But that, that, that's, that's why they've sold out some money makers that everybody will lose and these and they'll have to buy more. I had, money. A, pair, I had a pair of JBs for six months and then they just stopped working. Just one day, one of the one of the fucking sides just went and then they fucking work anywhere. My uh, the headband on my dream was that the Snap other ones either? I've no, got, I've, the overhead. I've ones. got overhead ones and the headband has snapped twice. I've replaced it. I wouldn't buy them. I tried them. And I thought they sounded shit. They're just so bass heavy, man. They're like, whoa, what's the need for all the bass? I think I the, you know the, the music I listen to is not too bad, though. Would you listen to them? Like, Stone Roses. That, that sort of style. <laughs> Old school indie music. Yeah, I think so. heavy hip hop and I would be bass heavy. I thought they were just too yeah, bass. Like heavy. I was going to resize. I thought this story. I was going to resize. So it was a 2012. Me and young Stephen went to tea in the park, and Stevie had been to see the Stone Roses in their first Reformation gig. Like, in park the week before. The week before, and then they were playing at tea in the park on a Saturday. And I have never seen a man more happy <laughs> than young Stephen when they just start going do 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 He just turned the knees like it is a great essential tag. It wasn't how it was. I was never. They just come on stage and it goes tits and it just goes quiet a bit. And it like, hears that bass coming and you're like, Here's it was your, pure, unbridled, unbridled, unadulterated. Unadulterated. Uh, an hour and a half of pure joy. And it just stuck with me for my entire life because it was just an hour and a half of this cunt smiling. <laughs> like, as, like, as you're going to fucking pop off, it was amazing. That's, That's what music's all about, isn't it? Oh, man. Honestly, it was, a, it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. So That face right there. <laughs> Oh, he's very happy. <laughs> Almost as happy as when England went out. <laughs> Just slept. So what's that, three noise then? Three noise, I yeah. I'm going to make it a noise as well, just because buds are shit. Plus, what are they, Bluetooth connectivity? Uh, yeah, they So yeah. in terms of, like, sound quality... It's not great. You might not notice it, but it is affecting the sound quality. Yeah. Oh, bro. Ali, sorry, man. That's just bros across the board. I think um, I would consider over-ear ones. Right. But, but well, no, definitely. I've got wireless over-ear ones, but again, it suffers from the same problem. It's like, is the sound quality affected issues. by this because right. it's Bluetooth? Because I notice it. Like, I, I mix down tracks and then, and then put them on my phone and play them in the car. And I know that the sound quality is not quite right because it's Bluetooth. Right. It's not. It's I know if I play my phone Bluetooth for the car or via the actual USB port, it's better plugged in than it is Bluetooth. Yeah. Like because it just it just reads really better. Right? Yeah. What's next? What's next? The new Saints home kit. I'm, awesome. a, I'm a fan. You're yeah. a Saints fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Saints fan. Right. I've not seen it yet. We've got a photo. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of stuck I in the middle. There's it's it's. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. It's like blue, then there's a lighter blue on the show, then they've got the Saints tart and Skyline of Perth the old, the old school the, famous ghost one, aye. They've got the Skyline of Perth for the back of the bottom of it. That seems a bit busy. Uh, a, a lot, lot of good ideas, on. but maybe just not all on the one strip. I think it... Or like, let the ideas go out over a few seasons. I think the reason I do like it, because the past few years they've been crap. Boring, bland, and that, that Joma was just meant. And everybody, like, I, I go on the forum and everybody was That's calling for it. That's so it's it's more modern, which is why I like it. Because uh, compared to the last few seasons, they've been it's a step up. That away one is fucking mad. Was the harsh top to it? I don't mean I don't mean the style. The color, I'm not a fan of. The style of it, I think, is quite nice. Alright, I'm not. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for. I need to give me a look. But I, I did actually go and see. When they released the away one, I went mm-hmm. to see in the shop because I wanted to just see what it was like in person. And one thing I didn't like about it is yeah. the badge. It's not. Um, it's, a transfer. it's not it's embroidered. Not it's a transfer. I it actually quite cheap. like that. To be honest, I'm not keen on the shoulders, but the rest of it, I think is pretty smart. But the shorts have got the tartan in the side as well. I see. I think the tartan is actually pretty smart. Actually, no. I'm... Did you see the skyline? I can sort of see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the corner of McDermott Parker. Came up clearly. <laughs> Purely for the fucking the shoulders, I'm gonna say no. I do like that light blue shoulder thing. See if it was just a solid navy blue with a bit of thing inside. I think that'd be pretty smart. Mm, yeah. Your sponsor says it all bingo. It's <laughs> exactly where that fucking top and your club has to go. I've done the United fan and, and Andrew. Oh fuck! Listen, didn't we started? We just played our first game of the season there. We had our broth the day at home, but it was Betfred Cup. I was like, I'm going through to watch that pitch. Um, but they got beaten on penalties by our broth. Oh, that we beat. Well, we won on penalties against East Fife. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be watching that coming through as we've been doing the podcast. 
What next? What we got? Well, yeah. wait, as always, go resounding. I'm going to say no. Big no. No. I like it, but just not all in the one strip. So I'm. I, I'm you got to say bro, no. You got to come out here. No. Come back to me. Stephen, I'm going bro because I've grew up Saints in the last few seasons. I've Can't been, say no. No. That's right, cool. So bro. I think it's too mixed. It's too mixed up. I like the ideas, but not on one strip. So that's a three to one. No. Oh. Sorry about that, Saints. Um, that was Sam Ross. He's also said orange juice with bits. No. Aye. Hell yeah. No. No, drink it, but no. I like a smooth. I, like, I prefer a smooth. smooth no. I like it, but I prefer a smooth one. So, what's good is fuck it. I'm just talking about fruit juice. Morrison's own mango fruit juice that comes in like the milk, plastic milk jug style thing. Oh man. <laughs> I had that when I was hungover last week and I felt like I could run for a mile afterwards. That shit is the elixir of the god. But, bitty orange juice. A two nors, two bras split down the middle. I like bits of orange juice. Aye. Makes no. me feel like it's real oranges. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know why that is. <laughs> I'm just weird like that. Um, right, cheers to that, Sam. We've got Mark Grindley. Uh, just says beards. Bro. 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 I shaved mine off for a couple of days. Bro. Bro. I was going to say, Mark Grindley. 100% bro. Yes. Here you go, bro. Grindley. Boom, that's that done. Grindley has got a strong beard. Uh, he's an he's original host, Matthew's uncle, and he has a powerful beard. Strong beard game. Powerful, yeah, like a big, strong. long, like... A thing power shit beard. That, lumberjack. He wants, uh, he wants that, as, he's got what I want, that lumberjack, big square bastard. It's beautiful. He started growing at the wrong time, though, surely, because uh, he's getting married next year. And he's on ship, too, so he must be fucking bailing. <laughs> <laughs> next up, I've got Sean Gray... <coughs> He just says this, and it's a picture of a Domino's garlic and herb dip. Oh, day, mate. Bro. How's, how's anybody going to say not that? Who, if you say not that... I don't use it. What? I like it. Let's touch it. I don't use it. What? <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> what is wrong with you? There's something in here. hot sauce. Table. Jesus. Oh, I use hot sauce, a bit of Frank's hot sauce instead. Oh, no, I don't even know. I fucking love me a bit of Frank's, but... Oh, Stephen. I've nothing not, not, not against it, I just don't use it. <laughs> I know, this could be a this could be a game changer. It means more for me. That's so. true, I suppose there's a benefit. You've also got to get an extra honey and mustard one when you get your Ooh, pizza mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And then you're double dipping like <laughs> Nobody's businessman, honestly. <laughs> um the next big question I guess it follows on the back of that since there's what three bras in a indifferent <laughs> is how do you use it? Do you use it for the crust or do you like pour it over your pizza all over your slice? Because I've got mates that pour it on the pizza and no, then No, don't pour it on the pizza because then the pizza becomes soggy. Yeah. My dipper. Yeah, dipper. you dip it. But That's the whole pizza. The, the pizza itself doesn't need anything else. Then you're left with just a normal tasteless crust. No, it's the cheese in it. You have to get cheese in it. Why wouldn't you get cheese in it? Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not do it? I'm what? slightly lactose intolerant. Do you want me to get into it? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, garlic and herb sauce isn't going to do you any favours. I was it's as bad than a big fucking lump of melted cheese. I can have a certain amount of cheese, but not too much. Right. Otherwise, things get gassy. All right? So, less of the cheese and more of the sauce. That's how we do it. Nailed it. All right. All right. So, that's cleared up, Right, I'm going to save the best one to last. Oh, it yeah, is yeah. Mikey Dots. One love, Mikey Dots. And this just says cashless airports. Cashless. So, maybe you can't get, there's no an ATM, like a hole uh, in the wall. Uh, there's a card only. I don't know, it just says cashless airports, so I'm, I'm assuming cash shops. Uh, you've you've only got to pay by card or you can't get money out. I, I, I can't that. remember the last time I had money in my purse. I'm really? I was showing it to my cousin. Pay every, my card. I pay everything by card the and I have the uh, banking app so I can keep track of it. The only time I ever have cash in my hand or in my wallet is when I'm on a night out. Other than that, I just use my card. Now, if I'm using cash, I feel I can keep track. What I'm spending. Well, see, I was that, but then I've got the app on my phone and it updates. Yeah. It used to be that if you pay by card, it would take a couple of days to update, but the new end, as soon as you use your card, it's straight on your app. Bank dependent. Oh, yeah, bank dependent. Oh, yes, it's crap. I'm not going to mention it. But. See, me and my mum were talking about this the other day. Hi, mum, if you're listening. Um, um, mum. Gail. Just Gail. Gail. Hi, Gail. Hi, Gail. Hi, Gail. Um, so, yeah, she's like that. Well, her big theory is that they're trying to get everybody to move away from cash and become a cashless society, which she's probably right with. Uh-huh. But she's like, how many times do you just go out and just use your card? And then before you know it, you go, wait a minute, where did I spend that money? And you look it up and you go, 
£42.50 in Aldi's, fucking Aye, exactly. 30 quid in but Tesco's, 20 quid at BP, well, I, I, do you know I, what I mean? I, always, you know, you're like, like, I hardly ever take my bank card to work because I know for a fact I can't be trusted in the canteen. Do you know who we begin Hi. to speak to about this is Martin Vicky. So when we were over in China in April, we we made the mistake of getting money exchanged to take over to China. We could not spend our cash. Well, and we when could, people, well, people they brought over the the scanning codes whenever you were to pay for something, and when you said to them about paying cash, they were just like, oh. Uh, um, you know, they, it's almost like they didn't know what to oh, do with it. Because there's, 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 there's the codes. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. So there's this, um, so over there they don't have WhatsApp, they use WeChat. WeChat. They use it for everything. But it's not just a And it's basically that, so it's like the WeQ code. So you go in a restaurant or a bar, you order a drink, yeah. and you just you come over with this wee thing that's got the code and you just scan it. Yeah, so they do that for everything. So WeChat scares me, man. Honestly, they use it for everything over there. But yeah, you couldn't absolutely. live in China without WeChat. Right. You know, you couldn't. Hundred percent. Well, we initially got it with Matt and Vicky. We go over there, and Vicky sent us this thing saying, "Not to worry about." But the government's kind of saying that if you have WeChat, we can get all the information on your phone. And I was like, "All right, cool. I'm out." Oh yeah, I was during the the big conference they had. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, "Nah, sorry, no haven't." But they use it for everything, right. so it's not just a chat service, and they just they scan everything, even the bikes that they have on the streets for people to kind of get about. You scan them to unlock them. It's Everything yeah, is, is on, on your phone. That's weird, the bikes. So, yeah, everybody in China walks about with these battery chargers attached to their phones because they literally use them 24 hours a day for everything. Yeah. For paying for things, for everything. Because what I saw was I was watching this this guy on YouTube who go, he lives in China, but he goes to these Chinese markets to haggle. Mm-hmm. And then on his way out, they're like, you know, have you scanned the, the QR code on the door? And then he goes, then he shows them and goes, there you go, however many. Yeah, uh-huh. Whatever, what's their currency, yen? Is it China? Oh, yeah. God. It's just WeChat, I think, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's what they were doing. So that's literally everything over there is like that then. Yeah, so it's a cashless country, and you know, in essence. So what we ended up doing was we actually had to give our money to to Vicky and Matt yeah, cause like to put into their account, and then they would just pay for things. Because we, we couldn't spend our cash, we couldn't. But it's mental, right? Which is bizarre. That's mad. Going back to Mike's point, uh, cashless airports. I'd say bra because I prefer using my card unless I'm on. I should say that if I'm on holiday, I usually have the actual uh, denomination. To be honest, uh, I'd go more far on the way back because sometimes if you've got that spare cash, you just say, I'll just. On I'll get away at the airport I'll buy a few pints or get something to eat at the airport and get rid of that money because yeah. it's sort of the thing that you've got like say you've got America you've got $40 you can't be just going through the hassle to get an ex- that exchange oh fuck no I do that I come back that's $40 man. I spend <laughs> that when I'm fucking skinned man. what? <laughs> get that changed right off mate <laughs> I'd rather just spend it at the airport <laughs> well that was I think that was, was that brought Cash, this cashless week? airports I still don't know what he means I, I'm guessing he just means the ATMs that are all electronic in the airport which everything's done by card yeah which is fine as I long like as they money. keep contactless at like 30 quid limit because I like cash man why yeah, yeah, so that would be enough for me because I go on holiday I always have cash I'll, yeah, I'll go bra money man I'll go bra no cool. I think in the airport bra because you don't have to worry about what that's the thing as well you can't use your like if you go to some countries everything you use your card you get massive charge in it as well mm. So. Plus, I try not to spend any money in the airport anyway for avoidable because everything's fucking yeah. 50% more expensive than it is outside the airport. If they're having the international charge at the airport when you're using your card, then no. Definitely no, because that's just a scam, is it? But otherwise... Well, yeah. I think that's, that's enough for me. Yeah, We'll wrap it up with our final. And someone's, a lot of people are going low-key on this new theme tune for what are we watching and listening to this week? What have you been watching or listening to this week? And you're putting our theme tune in there, but folk are fucking loving it. Uh, what have I been listening to since I saw you like two days ago? Right. Well, we asked <laughs> the guys <laughs> first, was there anything specific you've been watching or listening to over the last wee while? Love Island. Oh, Mike would love it. <laughs> Mike would be buying it that chat. <laughs> Have you been having a watch it? He's out of the room. Oh, I, I watch it. He's very much in the room. He loves it. He's oh, on board. I don't love it. That's yeah, I, yeah, listen, yeah, look, this is a non-judgmental... I, I just saw, like, I sit and watch it and I'm just like, this is just ridiculous. Oh, it's like, ridiculous, but... They, they, they all act like 
ten year olds and they're twenty like one of them's twenty nine. And it's just like, oh, I, I know, but how good does it make you feel about your own life? Yes, I kind of watch them, man, because those people just wind me up. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, they do, but they also make me feel good about my own life. What self-respecting 30-year-old has to sit down and say to her friends, but if you think that I like my boyfriend and my boyfriend likes me, then I would feel better about it. Literally needing acceptance from her friends on oh, her is yeah. Is this a lassie on Love Island? Yeah. Is that that Laura one by any yeah. chance? She's got massive tits, though, eh? And you might not think proof bomb. One of them was funny was the lassie, the lassie that just went out during the week was a spitting double of the lassie for white chicks like one of the Wayne brothers oh, dressed up yeah, as the girl she did spitting double even if you search her name on google it comes up with the side by side yeah, what was her name again Grace. Grace she did she looked she like, looks like a one black of them man from dressed chicks. up as a white woman that's awful anything anything get some respect back the world cup final tomorrow no, I'm not going to see have been watching. No, I have been on football. Well, we're talking about football or something else. I've not been watching. You've watched the World Cup final. I want to know the score so I can get a bet on. <laughs> what was All it? All the bets are out of Wimbledon. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck uh, Said this on Twitter, right? If I wanted to watch a couple of guys play with boys, surrounded by rich people, I'd go to a Tory cocaine party. To be honest, I've been watching a lot of reruns of Friends. Oh, uh, Yeah, I've been watching all. It's probably on series three, three now. Four. I did not know that long ago, that was nice, I enjoyed that, mm-hmm. coming back. Because I do like my workouts like in my living room when I get in from work, so I just shove friends on the telly and just do my work. No, I was just going to say, like, people today, like millennials or whatever you want to call them, they uh, find friends offensive these days. How? Why? How? Uh, fat shaming. Fat shaming, homophobia, yeah. slut shaming, fragile masculinity. <sighs> but I think it's like, I can see it, but the thing is, the way I see it is, it was of the time because I said this oh, not yeah. long ago because when I watched Eddie Murphy's original stand-up what was it was it Delir- Delirious or Rot I watched it not long but I was watching I was like I wasn't offended I was like fucking hell man that's it close to the bone say faggot all the time so much homophobia it was unbelievable and I was just thinking fuck this hasn't aged well but obviously it's considered a classic because at the time that was how people spoke just yeah. like Friends is how people spoke and how people acted and what their opinions were of the time. So, at the time, it wasn't. And Mike came up with a great point a wee while ago of a. It was a cartoon and it was like Tom and Jerry or something like that. And it was mm-hmm. one where they had the, the black woman and it was the Jim Crow era. And they said before, and he goes, yeah. ah, uh, the images and opinions depicted in this cartoon were of the time. To change them would be a disrespect to the fact that that actually happened yeah. and we, would, we need to acknowledge that that was our past. So, here's the cartoon as it was projected then. Please don't get upset because this is the cartoon, this is what our history was. And that's what gets me. If folk are getting annoyed with that, that was how things were. You can't forget that we have advanced as a culture since, well, even as far back since, as the 60s. Yeah, a woman back. couldn't get divorced from a man because she was considered his property. So divorce had to be done from the man. And then if a woman got divorced, she was then considered damaged goods in the eyes of almost everyone. And that was as close ago as the 60s. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Opened a can of worms here, haven't I? Oh, <laughs> so sad that that's come from a friend's conversation. Yeah. Like, that was my teenage years going on. One up. that I did watch that uh, I introduced Marty last night was The Business. Danny Dyer. Oh, classic. it's a classic. Danny Dyer. Right, classic. it's a classic. But there's a couple of the opening scenes. It's like this guy and he's getting a blowy and I just turned out and I was like, Steve, why do you think I would like this film? It's and he's just like, give it a minute, Marty, give it a minute. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think. <laughs> Drugs, women, and crime. <laughs> Love it. Give <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I watched a little this morning. I was lying like maybe we get a haircut. And I was just kind of in bed and fucking was just scrolling through Netflix. Green Street was on there. Oh, and I watched the first twenty minutes of Green Street. And I was just like, "Fuck me, this is bad." Because <laughs> it's Charlie Hunnam's Cockney accent. It's painful every time he spoke. I was like, ah. every time he spoke, I was like, oh. It was easy to believe. A hobbit as a football casual than it was to believe Charlie Hunnam as a cockney. You stand your grand and fight. Oh, are you crocodile Dundee? What the fuck that says that <laughs> I was fuck. I was so bad. So yeah, I'll just go quickly on it. So I've been, like, it's been a few days since we talked to Ovi. Wasn't it? I watched Jim Jeffries' new stand-up special, and I was really scared that he was going to fall into the trope of all the other comedians who got successful and got shows and movies in America, and they would get somebody else to write their jokes for them. 
and it'd be shite, but it was fucking brilliant, man. It's called This Is Me Now, and it was amazing. Like, he touches on everything. He's, I fucking love his style, because he always seems like he's half cane, and I'm pretty sure he is, but he was sensational. So if you get an hour to yourself, Jim Jeffries on Netflix, man, is fucking banging. Speaking of comedians and within the World Cup team, have you seen that Rob Beckett's actually flown to Russia for the World Cup final? He was so <laughs> arrogant and cocky that he'd bought a ticket to the final. He paid 1,500 quid oh. for a ticket to the final. Who's got 1,500 quid for a football Rob Beckett does. Rob great. Beckett. And so he's away. He was posting on Instagram today. He's just like, bugger, I'm, I'm off. Fuck. I'm doing it. He's like, I feel like Chandler Bing from Friends yeah. going to Yemen. <laughs> Hashtag Terrible decision seek. that you have to follow <laughs> Hashtag seek. Hashtag seek. <laughs> what you been on? Uh, not much, mate. I've been. I had a friend of the show, Barkwright, in the studio yesterday, so nice. getting his first uh, tracks done for whatever we're away to do next. Uh, apart from that, no much. Uh, just fucking pissing around, watching the football, just enjoying my summer holidays, mate. So I've just, just had a look at your laptop and that headline's got me shook, mate. Oh, well, I, I did I picked, I, I did go and find three news stories for the week that were all interesting in case they were needed to be called upon this can, episode. Can, can we maybe just do this one, just because yeah. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> so if you could just read out what's on your screen for Marion Smithy and the folks at home, please. Yeah, so... Uh, woman gets kinder egg stuck in her vagina after romantic proposal goes horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And if I could just fill you in on the details, because I know you're all dying to know. Um, So, proposals are kind of a big deal. There's a ring to be bought, lots of plant and be involved, blah, 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 blah. Uh, So, what she did was uh, she decided to put the Kinder Egg up there. um, And the plan was simple. Quote, she would suggest some finger work to her partner. He would discover it, retrieve it, and then she would drop down on one knee. But unfortunately, it went up there and then ended up horizontally, and she couldn't get it out. (laughs) So she had to go to the hospital. Um, Remarkably, she was uh, keen to maintain the surprise so she wouldn't tell him what she'd done or why. She's just like, I need to go to the hospital. That's absolute nonsense. People can push human beings through their pelvises and down the birth canal do not tell me that she could not get a horizontal kinder egg out of there listen these are the stories from around the week oh, these sorry. are things that I find as, as, as a nurse <laughs> I don't fact as check a, I just as a nurse who worked specifically in obstetrics for the last four years I'm telling you that's nonsense have you ever have you ever had anyone with anything that you shouldn't have inside them it would go against my professional oh, code to speak about that sort of thing that's Absolutely, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, excellent. Well, we'll just before we wrap up, we'll just have to do a big special announcement as well. Our World Cup final, the finalists of our World Cup sweepy. Drum roll. With Croatia, we have Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. For the second time. Hi, Rachel. Rachel Menzies is with Croatia. And her opponent... With France, a very special guest, Rana Marathon. Friend of the show, Rana Marathon. So, so, an all female final. Yeah, hashtag equality. Hashtag equality. Hashtag folk in and about football. Yeah. Saying that, Rachel was one of the people that messaged me when England got beat by Croatia. She's like, I've never been in the final lane. <laughs> you know, I was really surprised I didn't hear from our <coughs> another friend of the show. A lot of friends we've got on the yeah, show, haven't yeah, um, My man, Andy Henderson, because uh, he did message me about a week ago saying that he was genuinely concerned because he had England and he's like I will be spewing if they win but it looks like he dodged that bullet so, so if you're listening Andy I'm happy mate. special prize also the winner does get this is one part of the prize I can reveal a copy of the Barclay EP as well as a special Monkey Sword Fight prize mm-hmm. that will be after my payday this month that you will receive <laughs> so all to play for tomorrow exactly so we will announce it as soon as the game's finished we will Announce it. I might be out with Rachel tomorrow anyway, so if, if, if Croatia win, then we'll take a photo and I'll put it up on the page. Cool. But anyway, thank you very much, guys, for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Good guys. crack. You guys got Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. No, I don't twat. You don't twat. <laughs> what, what's the, what is the, I, I, I don't do that. <laughs> is that the verb? <laughs> yeah, it's tweet. What's the doing word? Tweet. I don't, don't tweet, no. I believe, uh, 
Well, we got. Uh, I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. W A G J U A N P A T R I C E. I'm at Macapella, and the show's at MSF underscore podcast. Uh, we have the email monkeysurfightpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Podbean and iTunes. Monkeysurfightpodcast. Like, share, review, and subscribe. Thank you very much all for listening. Peace. Bye. Yeah.